and we're live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good, people? It's your boy Icarus Gray, and it's your homeboy Wordplay TJ, and this is the No Rhyme Reason Podcast, where we talk about everything, everything for no reason at all. And we're live. Yeah. Needed that. What's good, people? It's your boy Acres Gray. I just, <laughs> oh, I blanked. And it's your homeboy Wordplay TJ. And this is the No Rhyme or Reason podcast, where we talk about everything. Everything in a very congested voice. Man, I'm working on it. We're both kind of stuffy listen, right now. Spring <laughs> is here. Is it this not going to be annoying to listen to? <laughs> <laughs> The whole thing. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be on the other end, like, Ugh, oh just God. blow your nose. And I'm gonna be we like, do. I can't. <laughs> Thirty million times. <laughs> and oh then in the middle God. of the show, we're both gonna be like dripping. <laughs> Man, ah. I'm sorry for the intro of this. Yeah, yes. I was way too excited. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing some restructuring over the over the week, so we'll we'll thank you later on for listening. Uh, but focused, we man. we do want to thank you for being back. So that's that's super important. Mm-hmm. Um, I got nothing else. Let's go into the first one. Oh, I was just gonna say, you know, when you hit that subscribe button and 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 rate us on your podcasting apps, uh, be sure to give us five stars because if you give us four, in the words of Bomani Jones, I consider you to be a hater. Yeah. But I, I think they don't have anything to rate yet. They haven't had any excitement at the, at the moment outside of our weird, awkward intro. <laughs> True that. <laughs> let's um, let's start a new segment, which is good luck with that, bruh. That's the segment. Well, it's not really a segment. I just need Jay to talk to us. <laughs> Why is that? But Why is that the intro to the segment? We got we need real intros. We need we need real intros. But the real intro is what's new in hip hop. My DJ noises. Yeah, you gotta to, you gotta to work on that one. Hip 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 hop. That's closer. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. All right. So we're talking about <laughs> music videos. How they're made? Are they important? Maybe we should start off with, are they important to the world of hip hop? I, I think that's a good frame of reference. Right. What do you think? I mean, I see that visuals do matter. Um, I can see by the numbers that videos will get on uh, YouTube. But like we said before, we know that some of that is orchestrated and paid in a certain way. Um, so do they have the same luster or cosine effect that they used to have when we were younger? Um, is that a question for me? Yes. No, that, that's the short answer because Mm -hmm. there are fewer memorable music videos than what I remember. I felt that way too. And I thought I was weird. I thought I was just older because I'm like, okay, maybe because I'm not watching as many music videos as I used to that I'm missing something. You are old, though. True that. 
So, you know, but... I'm focused, man. I feel you. That was such a... Uh, yeah, you got to get better at pressing buttons. I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to do it to myself. Um, but, like, because we're getting ready to, to shoot a video for one of my songs. And I think what I was trying to do was research because I want the video to be a good video. I want the video to illustrate um, something. Uh, and I also realized what my uh, intent is with the album in, in doing this with the, the, the video. Hold that. Oh, no, it's held. <laughs> this ain't for y'all for right now. This was more of an aside. <laughs> but um, <laughs> why, why did you maniacally I, I have no idea. <laughs> Just, I mean, it's an aside. <laughs> um, um, but like. The purpose of music videos just seems to be to do one and maybe get YouTube traffic. I think it's a marketing tool for most people, Mm -hmm. right? That's the that's the primary purpose for it. And because it's being used as a tool, people aren't being as creative with music videos. They are taking the audience into consideration in Mm -hmm. the in, in the wrong way. Right. It's sort of like I want to give them something interesting to look at, but they're not trying anything that's new or novel. No, it's been really interesting to kind of look through videos and try and find even one that I want to uh, that I want to be um, an archetype for my videos. And like the hard part is everything I look at I'm like eh, you know like that's not really what I'm trying to do or um, trying to look at it for the shot placement you know to be able to explain to the the, the director what I'm looking for um, has been hard because how long are artists even thinking about these things you know like especially like the younger rappers where majority of the time a lot of them the new thing is instead of quote unquote just being like in a trap house with your money, which they still do. Let's just find a bodega on the corner and invite everybody. No, is <laughs> let's go to Miami, buy rent out this mansion, put suits on <laughs> and go extra, you know, mob boss kind of mafioso like we could do that level of drug dealing. We could do that. I mean, I guess yeah. we don't have to go to Miami though. No, we do not. Thank God, because um, so, I am not young anymore. I, I I've thought about like those places, like going, uh, you know, like Vegas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I hate that I'm past the age where that's like exciting. Because if I went to Vegas with you now, you and I would be going to Vegas to eat. Food. No, no, because that's expensive. <laughs> But that's all I would be going. Look, like, I mean, I'm not saying we would like, you know, shut down the strip in uh-huh. terms of eating. Like, we got to go get lobster tails and steaks every night. But uh-huh. I'm there for the food. Like, Word. I'm not. What? What? Okay. But yeah, videos. Um, tangent, tangent, gray. Tan- <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Tangential gray. <laughs> Tangential. Um, but what? 
So some of the yeah. some of the music videos that were important to me, right? Like as a kid, I remember fondly, like Big Pimpin' and um, the Missy Elliott with the spacesuits on. Superfly. Yeah, Superfly. And um, what else? BT Uncut. And uh, <laughs> yo, I was gonna say when you started with Big Pimpin', I was like, I feel a BT Uncut coming. <laughs> like I'm surprised you didn't go Big Pimpin', <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> Just say Nelly. Like if you, if you know, you know. <laughs> Um, there. <laughs> it's not just that. Yo, but you know what? As you say that, the only the the big pivotal videos that made me want to shoot videos, or, or have a video shot of my music, I should say, because I don't want to shoot videos currently, um, was any Diddy video where at the end he put to be continued. That was every single video. Yes. Though. So all every video was to be continued, and I was like, "What's gonna? When happen is it ever next? gonna continue though?" Uh, in one, the remix, one time, one time. Wasn't that uh, like um, who was that? The singing group. Um, uh, uh, who is th- those four guys? B two K. Always no. It's always four guys though. But the ones that were signed to Diddy. Oh, one twelve. Yes. Yeah. That one I thought had a. a I think they did. To be continued, but the the after to be continued was I need a girl part one and I need a girl part two. <laughs> I feel what? like that was a to be continued that he actually but did completed. He, did he even produce that? That was for him. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of the other way around. I'm thinking that that was Usher's. Oh, song. because it was the first song. Because Usher was on the first song, and then it was uh, Genuine and Loon. I think are part two. Yeah. Shows how old we are. Good guy. <laughs> Mention it. Genuine and Loon, loon. on the podcast. <laughs> loon. <laughs> Who mentions Loon? We are so old In conversation. that Loon is like out of jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. That's a time frame reference. But those videos had impact because it's not. But it. But even in the impact of them isn't that they were necessarily good videos. It's just something about that to be continued made me hype. Because it felt like a series, like there were going to be songs that were uh, connected, to me at least. Nah, nobody had budgets for that. Well, they had budgets, they just didn't, they, they moved on. True. But like, was that a good thing? Or just more of an effectual or an effective cost thing? I, I think it's just a a lazy story trope. Okay. Do you, um, in your videos, like, which which of your videos is the one that you're like, yeah, this was everything I wanted it to be? Uh, Cause I, I, do I don't. A, 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 a contender. I don't, I, yeah, I don't have a video that I felt like was everything that I wanted it to be because the one that was everything I wanted it to be never came out. Ow. Oh. Wait, TMC? Yeah, too many changes. Um, and it's not it's not anybody's fault, right? Like, I, there's no blame. There's no nothing like yeah. that. I think it's it just didn't come out, and so that's that's the way the Man. world works. That was a fun. That that was fun though. Yeah, that's one. Of, that's my point. And it was fun from oh, start to finish. Yeah. 
and it was clean. There was no, there were no like. Did we light a trash can? Did we redo any shots? Did we redo any shots during that filming? Um, I don't think we did. No, we didn't have time to. Yeah, that's right. Because we went because we literally had to shoot it within like six hours. It was it was like I don't even know how that's fun, but it was. We went literally from performing on stage to shooting a video like in a grungy garage. There were, you know, there's a drummer. It was a parking lot. Parking lot. Yeah. Uh, next to uh next to one of my old apartments. Right. And so we're like, there's freestyle footage. Yeah. And there was all this fun. There's like this um we did the the stereotypical uh here's the OCMOG squad in the the squad the, photo the squad photo in the shot and then we went from that to sleeping for like 2 to 3 or 4 hours cuz we did not sleep very long because then we got up went to our second location oh no i forgot about the uh the first parts of the shot we shot before yeah, we, we shot were shooting all day. We shot before the show. Yeah. We shot after the show. Mm-hmm. And then shot three or four hours after that. We took Technically a nap. it was almost a twenty four hour shoot. Yeah. We took a little nap. It was really a twenty four hour shoot. And um then we, you know, went to the office space and, and shot there. But it was like Yeah, I can see what you what what you're saying about that one. But I thought my contender would be someone else's dream because I thought that that was um, I I still feel it's it's, it's masterful. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not as proud of it as I would like to be. I think really? access to camera mm-hmm. that that I felt was viable was was necessary. I think my idea behind the concept of it being a re- repetitive time lapse mm-hmm. um, was on point, but the execution could have been better. Um, and then you, you do have a lot of interesting videos, though. That's why I'm like, I guess I'm <clears> kind of <throat> surprised. Because you do have like some really fun, like, in none of your videos do I feel like he doesn't enjoy this. <laughs> um, I do have a, I do have a trope of like duplicating myself. Yes. In videos. Yes. And that's what I was about to say. And using both parts of my, my personality. Because we see that in, um, gosh, I can't remember one of them. At, but I know what you're talking about because it was uh, Nerdy TJ and Hard at Work TJ. Yeah. I just can't think of the name of the song. Um, I did it in, in um, Mumble Song. Yes. That's but I did it before as well, where like I came to the door mm-hmm. as myself, and I had to like work on myself. But so tangential gray, we uh, <laughs> we oh. got to talk about how music videos are made. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so yes, so let's get Your there. Question. So in that in that, uh, I forgot my whole question. We started with that, but I got off into. Just the importance of what a video is. We agree that we both feel that it's kind of lost. Yeah, we agree on that. Okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. It's spring. Um, 
Gross. I was trying not to dang seagulls. They're out there slapping each other up. Bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. They sound like Schoolboy Q. Yo, hello. Shout out Schoolboy Q. Um, but yeah, but back to like the actual importance of making a video. So in the process of making all of these videos, how did you do it? Like that's that's a wide question. Well, just okay, so let's as pick, wide uh, as a Mac truck. Uh, let's see here. I know how you did someone else's dream because I was a part of that. Uh at least in idea creation at the time. Um but let's where do, see. where do you start? Uh, at the top, like that one specifically, because that required, I think, a bit more of like, yeah, you hopped on a plane and went somewhere. I don't, th- I don't think that's a good example. No, of how to make a video. What's no. a good one? I think that we should start with how do you even start okay. making a video? Well, how, yeah, how, whoa, look at you. Producing. It's not an example because I didn't do anything. I just showed up. Hmm. Well, how did you? I just paid somebody and showed up. Um, I think beginning, you gotta you gotta start establishing your your locations and your shots, right? What's the story that you want to tell? Write that story down, mm-hmm. and then start scouting locations in order to tell that story. And then once you scout locations, then you can figure out how you're gonna dress in every location, mm. and go from go from there. So it's a it's a storyboard process, and you can storyboard in a bunch of different ways. I wouldn't do it the way that like um, super super artsy creative houses do it, right? Where you like have all the squares and you fill them in with you that stuff. Like I, I would just make it on like a. PowerPoint I was or just something like say, that. But there's a there's a another website where they have like the storyboard and kind of software, and um, it's really cool because I was looking at it and I was like, oh man, that would be fun because the thing that I've told um, the director that's going to be doing our video is I want to because unlike other rappers. Um, or like the typical rapper, I'll say, because some rappers can, like I can act. It is a like I I can do that that, that I'm I'm that kind of blurred, mm-hmm. um, the theater blurred, hundred percent. So like what I want specifically out of out of all these different things is it they matter. Like I want to show kind of what matters. The intent is this you know, uh, is important. Um, but do, do artists really think about intent or are they just thinking about, uh, well, that's kind of existential. Never mind. Get back, get back to making it. Like, I'm not, sorry, y'all. Like, I, I just, rabbit hole. it's like, where were we going with this? It, well, the, 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 the point I was going to going on, I was wondering if like rappers even care about the intention of a video versus, Hey, this is the album. You know, you give it to a director. The director, like you said, might be an artsy director who takes the storyboard and is like, you know, let's do a Van Gogh shot or whatever. And I'm wondering, like, so we have uh, a lot of 
visual albums that have come out in the past 10 years, really, whether it's Beyonce doing the the whole album. I think Day 26 did a a video album. Um, Weekend? Maybe? I don't 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 know. know. Either way, it doesn't matter. (laughs) What are are you saying? Um, But they've done these visual albums, but I'm also... Lemonade was also a visual visual album, I think. Yeah. Um, but I'm just wondering, is that something that is good or not? I guess. Maybe. No, if it's not well produced. Good point. <laughs> it's terrible. It's a terrible idea. I think you gotta you gotta focus on the song first, right? Like, what is the song asking for? And then if you end up with videos that have a thread, then mm-hmm. you can make a story like that. But they need to be able to have that thread and have a compelling story that fits narratively. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're, you're not going to be in a, in a good spot. But back to how to make yeah. <laughs> videos. Like, after you spend some time storyboarding and figuring out where where you want to where you want to shoot mm-hmm. you just go visit those locations and start establishing shots right take the camera out and actually like take some pictures and maybe fill some f- film some action shots and things mm-hmm. of that nature like i like this i like this angle i like this angle there's a lot of there's a lot of prep work that goes into there's it. so much hip hop in so many phrases, because uh-huh. as soon as you're like, I like this, I was like, I like that, I like this, I like oh that. Can you stop distracting me? Okay, Tangential gray. <laughs> Just end up being a neighborhood episode. <laughs> say, it, say it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> We're already 20 minutes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um. So, I. We go, you go and you figure out what those shots are. You take the mm-hmm. camera and then you go film film your principal shooting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, while you're there, you want to get some B-roll. Always get B-roll. Always get more B-roll than what you need. Always film more than what you need. One thing, um, that I, one pet peeve that I have when working with Garrett is that he turns the camera off. Sometimes. And I was just like, and when I when I go to grab the footage and edit the footage, I'm like, why did we stop? Why did we stop? But I think I think that he's coming from a photographer's point of view. Yeah. And I'm coming from a filmmaker's point of view. And you always need more footage than what you think you do. Yeah. Which I definitely learned. So never never stop shooting. Always have backup batteries. Always make sure your lighting's on point. You're going to have to bring lighting with you to to light the shot, especially if it's outdoors. Um, those are super important, but you can plan all that when you go get your, your shots. Okay. So basically, it's a kiss it method. I mean, you just keep it simple. Stupid. Kind of. Yeah, but no, it's more of a, like a plan, plan, plan. And then go do. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You sort of plan all the logistics first and then go shoot. Because if you don't, you end up having to reshoot stuff. And that's not that's not good. So 
Let's uh, move on to our <laughs> we husbands uh, topic of the day. That's what that is. Yeah, it's really what it is. It's just husband things that we both do that we're like, is this bad? So I think I think it's a male thing. Yeah, more than a oh, husband yeah. thing. Good point. So maybe, um, maybe we'll try and no, we won't make this a segment. But anyway, um. Why do men minimize excitement? Um, maybe we're not taught to feel. To feel like on a general level? Well, I mean, uh, okay, so as, as men, right? You're right. taught to manage your feelings yeah. on a, a hyper level. And... Managing your feelings means when you're sad, you manage if you're crying. Mm-hmm. When you're excited, if you're too excited, <laughs> people will be like, calm down. Right. <laughs> and if you're, um, and uh, the only feeling mm-hmm. that men, for the most part, get to express is anger. You can do that because that's the manliest of expressions. And so, when it comes to exciting news, exciting um, anything, um, we we t- we have a tendency to minimize those those celebrations. And specifically, what we're talking about. So, say we come home and we just got out of a really good meeting. We got some good news, and we come home and we share that news. Now, how we're sharing the news is like this. So, um, you know, I went to the business proposal and I think it was really good. And that's it. The response is, oh, my God, that's so great. <laughs> Don't respond like that. Sorry. <laughs> that's what you see. But see, but that's immediately. The, that's, immediate. the yep. that's the thing. Get that stuff away from me. <laughs> is it because like in my mind, do we mentally just go, well, she's got that covered. <laughs> I can't meet you up there because then that the excitement is going to be too too much. Well, I don't feel that. Yeah, I may feel a little of that, right? So, um, something may happen that I'm excited about, but I think that elation or joy mm-hmm. is not where I'm at. I'm at this is good. Are you? Do you feel like you're tempering yourself? No, I don't feel like that, but I think I have been trained to be just like, my response is, this is good. Should you be more excited about it, do you feel? Like, given what you're saying, so then should, like, so, um, you know, the the excitement level that I have over this Kirby game coming out Mm -hmm. is extreme. Like, but I love Kirby. I don't know if it's extreme, because if it was extreme... There would be a lot of squealing going on, and I don't hear any squealing from you. I, well, you yeah, have. I, I told you, it you've squealed. I, I squealed during the trailer. There was a squ- <laughs> there was a definite squeal when the trailer came out. Um, and actually, there was a squeal when I played the demo. <laughs> Not gonna front and or lie. There is a there is a palpable squeal. So. The level, the way you gauge I that excitement. That way with Legends Arceus, though. Is, is there a squeal? Is there not a squeal? 
I be feeling so weird when I have my squeal because I'm just like I like look around after I do it. Like, like did anybody who heard me squeal? <laughs> um, but it it's weird because there are things that we get hype about. Like I think talking about Pokemon Legends Arceus over the past couple of weeks in terms of what it gave us was supremely exciting. But I guess, but the fact that we have to tap into something so far away. Uh huh. Like it's not like we're tapping into yesterday, like or like we're literally tapping into 1994, and what that made us feel, which is why this game was so uh, moving in I terms think of excitement. My version of a squeal is like, you know, when Napoleon Dynamite says "kish," you know, <laughs> that's yeah, yes. Two to one. Gosh. <laughs> I'm excited about Pokemon. Oh. Yeah, so that's where I that's where I am. That's my that's my squeal. Um so knowing that, do you, uh, should you have more um, that, was, that was a lot of strength. <laughs> well, because I was like trying to like, <laughs> figure out if you should um uh, uh, if you should have more <laughs> <laughs> you just did the yawn stretch. That is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Every morning I wake up, um, pour myself a cup of that rich Folgers aroma. You know what I was about to do? Like all I could think about was Wayne Brady. Every morning I wake up. Uh, <laughs> my bad. Tangential TJ. Yeah, you literally <laughs> took me to Dave Chappelle and people's necks getting snapped by Wayne Brady. Interesting. What was your question? Did you forget? I just did. <laughs> um, oh, well, basically, it's just like, do you think that you should feel thing? Like, should you squeal about something? Like, do you think you've suppressed because that was what we were told to do? I don't know. I think naturally a squeal will come out if it's going to come out. Do you think that? Yeah. Okay. Give me the scenario, like the perfect storm to cause a TJ squeal. There is none. Exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> because it doesn't happen. Like, but if it did happen, it would be warranted. Okay, I'm I'm about to try and create the scenario. Not that you could actually squeal <laughs> off to of this, because it has to like happen. But I think you might squeal at a at a at a Grammy not well a Grammy win, not a nod. Well, actually, I no, I don't think so. No. Uh. Platinum streams independent. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know because we we've done way too much research on the things that probably would have made you squeal. Pause. Sounds yeah, like I've like been on my phone in incognito mode or something. What? Uh. uh. <clears throat> so. Cause I know, like I got a whole. I, I know that my first time going to Japan will make me squeal. I will continuously be squealing the daily. The daily. Do you know how hard that is to listen to that sentence. <laughs> That's the squeal, by the way. It's like a, That's it. It's like a Kevin Hart. It's like you're trying to squeeze a poop out. Like man. That's what it is. I'm feeling like because like I be like trying to like I suppress it 
because I'm pretty sure the squeal would probably be like, oh my god, oh my god. You stay deep down in their excitement. Um, that would make me squeal. I don't think, I mean, I probably just cry at birth of kids. I don't think I'm like squealing until like they're like, uh, dad, I love your music at like two. Like that. Some thug tears. Yeah, you might get it. No, 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 no. I'm not a, like, nah. If, I, if I'm crying, I cry. Like, I ain't never been a, the thug passion only happens, like, if somebody else is, like, really. Yeah. But that's, but that's uh, what they train us to do. And I think it's an emotional balancing, which I don't think is necessary. I think um, I'm like a sponge that is, like, already been wrung out. So so when I get ready to cry, it's just like squeezing the last little bit of it's been on the counter for like You're the Denzel Washington glory tear. It's been like yeah, you, it it's been on the counter for like a few hours and it's had some time to like kind of evaporate and then you squeeze it and then there's just like one solitary drop and your hand hurts after you finish squeezing. I just can't imagine you crying. I know that there are things that would make you cry. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine you doing any of that. As a kid, I was a crier. Get out of here. Huge crier. No. Big time crier. I was super sensitive. Yeah, you need to tap back. Still that am sensitive. Thing. Yeah, but you like are an iceberg sensitive. Like nobody can see. Like we can see the tip of the iceberg, which is, oh, he is pissed. But if you looked under the surface, we'd be like, oh, I need to leave. <laughs> I need to get out of here. He's going on a murder. <laughs> <laughs> Not a murder spree, yo. Let's um, let's go into our uh, next topic. Uh, it's uh, an ad break. Yeah, telling people about. Oh uh, well, you know what? You've been doing it. <clears throat> oh gosh, here we go. This episode is sponsored by DistroKid. If you're a musician who would love to distribute your music to Spotify, Apple Music, TikTok, and more, upload unlimited music for only $19.99 per year. If this is your first time using DistroKid, get 7% off your subscription. We use DistroKid to manage all of our artists and split payments between our collaborators. Click the link in the description to sign up today. Hey. And we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, Be sure to rate this podcast in your app or leave a comment if you're happen to, to to watch this online. Yeah. Game Bro. We have a sound effect. I just like thank you. <laughs> I didn't want to double up the thing, but I took, had to say it first. Took my shine. Oh man. So You know how long it took me to make that? Approximately five minutes. <laughs> I can't. Uh, so, since we don't have like a big topic, what are you playing right now? Um, so, <laughs> I've been really aggravated because I spent <laughs> an hour last night. And, and anybody that has played Pokemon Generation 2 will know this pain. <laughs> so, here's the scenario. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the legendary dogs. Mm-hmm. I have Entei, mm-hmm. easy catch. I have Suicune, easy catch. Looking for that Raikou, but I've already used my Master Ball. Oh, <laughs> you see what I'm? You see what? You see where I am? Jesus. 
So <laughs> in Gen two, I was I was playing as if I was, you know, what, 10, 11 year old TJ. Mm-hmm. And because I was playing like I was eleven year old TJ, mm-hmm. I forgot that I needed to save that master ball for Raikou. I forgot Raikou was a pain in my arse, and because I forgot that, I am now chasing this thing around the map. Not really chasing, right? I'm just moving between two different routes to oh, yeah. to shows up in my area. Oh my god, I forgot about the. Oh. And I have almost like it, it because it keeps its health. Mm-hmm. It's at red health. Mm-hmm. I just need to put it put it to sleep. Right. Before it roars me away, uh-huh. and I have to spend another hour moving in between routes again. Oh man! To get it to get to the same route that I'm on, and this is before you could get Pokemon with like intimidate or no like um, no escape to where right you can't be scared out of battles. Man, we used to really have to plan and be frustrated. Oh God. I can't understand. So I yeah, I spent I spent like an hour last night moving in between routes. Mm-hmm. I finally switched to the the route next to Mahogany Town where there's the the cave or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, I got it there. Mm-hmm. I synced it. I saved so I could have my 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 save location, mm-hmm. and I I had my I think I had my zoop. My no, my goal back mm-hmm. queued up because it's faster, and I was like, "I'm gonna use mean look," but at that moment, I forgot about roar, <laughs> so it couldn't escape, but it could definitely definitely like scare me away. So I was like, "Son of a biscuit," <laughs> I could have just thrown a quick ball, and I would have had a better chance at catching it. Quick balls did get introduced in Gen Two. Exactly, the so, best ball in the world. Right, so I could have, I could have just thrown a kick, quick, quick ball, had a better percentage of catching it, mm-hmm. or even an ultra ball at that moment, and I didn't. And so now, at some point today, I'm gonna have to spend another hour, like, going back and forth between routes. Catch that seagull. <laughs> I might I might teach my I, I wonder if I can teach my Gobat hypnosis You should be able to I thought they had it I thought that's why you were using Gobat Well it, it, I think it does I just have to look at the TM list And see if mm. that's possible But It is And and then I have to find the TM Oh god Because I don't know if I used it or not um, yeah, I don't think I have cool. But I You know that's That's where I am And I'm broke By the way so oh, man, <laughs> I need to go to go to mom, get some money, but get the TM. Go go back to an hour between routes. So that's that's my life right now. Jeez, my life is mobile games currently. Um, <clears throat> the Kirby isn't out yet, so it doesn't come out to the twenty fifth, and I have to wait a little bit after release day before I can get it. So I've been like really into my mobile games. Um, I would call it a bit of an addiction. Because my mobile games I'm on daily. And even though I have a system that I could carry with me everywhere, um, I'm pretty much addicted to playing my Switch in docked mode. Like, the only time that I will play my Switch in handheld mode is when I'm, like, going on a trip. 
And I literally don't want to fuss with trying to see if I can use the hotel TV or whatever. So the mobile games that I've been addicted to is Why obviously wouldn't you be able to. Couldn't you just bring an HDMI cable? Well, some of the TVs. Um, working in a pawn shop, you learn that the hotels like just prevent against that. In some, like some of those TVs will prevent against you using your own HDMI devices because they want you to, you know, buy their videos or use Netflix on their TV or whatever. So you got to carry around your own TV, basically. So you, basically. Um, if you're going to end up doing something like that. But they also used to do this. Could you so use your computer? Would be, uh, uh, That's an output, maybe. So not input. I mean, you probably could, but you would have to have a capture card. Right. Which is like an extra process there, um, which we are so nerdy. Uh, That's the point. It is. <laughs> um, but like, so the mobile games that have been, you know, that take up majority of my day. Are one is Azure Lane, um, and I did like a whole explan. You did an anime plot on it, um, and it's literally like I said, Battleship. Um, there's like a uh, Gun Hell. Um, you you got a Gun Hell is like it, so I you know Contra when you have like Bullet Hell. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, you never played Contra? No. Seriously? No. Huh. What like what do you do in this game? Um so you collect ships which yes. are girls um <laughs> that turn into ships. I remember yes. this part. <laughs> I figured so you might. Weird. And um you fight against like so basically you're fighting through like a reenactment of uh, or a retelling of World War 2 mm-hmm. because all the ships are named after you know all these different ships, whether it's a Japanese ship, American ships, like there's a USS or there's a ship named Cleveland. Uh, there are ships named San Diego, Cleveland, Honolulu. Uh, uh-huh. I see what you did there. <laughs> um, and uh, it's like a six, like you can do six v six player versus player, um, but you have a fleet of six ships, um, like three Girls. like battle cruisers. Um, and then like three smaller ship you do <laughs> um, what I've learned in this game is you can apparently you can buy rings and marry the ships that's weird uh, do you the, shoot some stuff you do you're continuously shooting stuff okay so you um, you take you buy the ship mm-hmm. you murder some stuff uh, yeah and then what do you get from murdering stuff well, you get uh, drops, so it's like RPG drops. So you might get uh, blueprints for different um, weapons that you can add to your ships. Um, you can get new ships because they're they're drops of like either common ships or um, expert ships because they use the gotcha system, which is the system where, uh, like I was telling you, like a bubblegum machine. Like when you go to the bubblegum machine, it might have five different characters. As kids, you always want to get your favorite character. When you put that quarter in, you twist it. They might have 30 of the non-rare whatever thing is in there. Right. Um, so that's the general so system. It's, that they it's a slot machine. That's why it's addictive. Essentially, yeah. It's gambling. Basically. But it's if, you're, if you do your dailies, it's free gambling. Um, because in a lot of these different situations, like, that yeah. Gambling is never free. 
this one is in the sense that it's like if you you have to control I'm yourself. About time. Oh no, no, it's <laughs> never free. It sucks up time all day. Um, like I literally <laughs> daylight savings time prior to leaving uh, was <laughs> one of the best things that happened to me because we're on uh, Pacific time, so. At 11, mm-hmm. <laughs> the day resets. So I wouldn't have to wait until midnight, or at least it used to. Now it's back to midnight, like for everybody. But um, so I would get up, I, you know, I'd stay up, do my dailies, and then go off to whatever so I can get all of my extra currencies and, and things of that nature. And I've been playing this game, I think I started playing about when we did the anime plots on it, maybe like a month or so before then. But I'm addicted. It's fun. Like I'm literally into the collect. It, it, it's got that Pokemon um, feel as well because you want to collect all of these ships. They're releasing new ships, probably at a clip of like a new ship every like three months, two or three months, or something like that. Uh-huh. The game has been out, I think, for two or three years almost, um, and it's fun in a way of like. So not only do you want to, because uh, the old thing is, it would be weird if that were the only benefit. Because mm-hmm. the benefit of doing it is you max limit break your ship, so they're able to, um, they get a stat boost from you holding them. So then, like if you have a really um, good ship that's like an ultra rare ship or something like that then you're already doing heck of damage because it's a good ship, but now you're able to do more damage. Um, the levels increase a bit more. Sometimes they give them a different skin, uh, which is kind of like, I guess, their wedding dress or something like that. Um, and there are a lot of different skins on top of every, on top of everything. So there might be a ship that's like a common ship but has like a... a L2D screen where everything is like 3D but it's living 2D is, is what what that stands for um, but yeah that, that's been my addiction that and uh, Idol Slayer which is something I am always playing because it's literally like um, Zelda or something I guess maybe like a little side scroll in Sonic and you're not controlling anything I mean you're jumping and like attacking, but it's really simple. It's like one of those money games or whatever that like can get boring, but it has fun uh, like, aspects to it. It's like uh, what is it? Ninja Chop? Or uh, you talking about Fruit Ninja? Fruit Ninja? Yeah. Where all you got it? Where all you got to do is one action to yeah. While, it's it's, while in, it's it, in that kind of thing. Runs idle. Um, but. You know, it, it's really fun because there's a lot of things that you learn when you keep playing it. Like, there's a story in the game. And I think that I really like the, simp- the simple games that have a lot to offer. Whether it's small customization things. Um, whether it's dedication things in terms of you logging in and, and mm-hmm. being there every day. I'm surprised Pokemon hasn't done more of that. Um, but, yeah, that, that's been my general addiction and then uh, speaking of addictions we've got a new segment you guys don't get to hear the song this week unless you just want to hear it oh uh, 
Should I play it for you guys one last I'm time? I'm buffering right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, we should move into the, the final TJ topic. spinning wheel. Okay. We spent a lot of time on everything else. Uh, yeah. So I'll say that. So next week, like I said, anime plots will be changing to something different. Um, and we're going to try that out, but I'll save that for you guys next week. So cute last topic. Good stuff. Um, thinking about Snoop Dogg and his... Are you talking about Snoop Doggy? Dog. Oof. Da 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 da. Da da da. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. Every day? Um, yeah. So that guy. <laughs> I like how we did that. Anyway. And, um, so he acquired Death Row Records. He's also, um, um, over in leadership position at Def Jam. Hey. And he has taken some albums off of uh, streaming services like The Chronic. Um, he's taken off Do- Doggy Style. Mm-hmm. And he's taken off um, Dog, uh, what is it? The Dog Pound mm-hmm. album uh, with him, Daz, and Corrupt. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I'm curious about what he like. I, I wonder what what's the future of Death Row Records now that Snoop has control of it. Because I'm curious to see what what's gonna happen there. So what what are your thoughts on that? What do you what do you think is gonna happen? Given that it's Snoop, there are so many different things that can happen. Like he could literally sign Martha Stewart to Death Row because that would feel like something that I would jump out of this Snoop window if he did that. Um. But not under like a a music deal, but under like some sort of YouTube brand deal or you know something to uh, further the brand. Because do you think Death Row is really going to go in that direction though, and not I, just stick to music? I think they're going to stick to music, but I also think that Snoop is such a huge business minded person. I think the reason he took off those albums um, is probably more like to you know to give people rights and ownership. Um, I don't think that there's like an app or something coming or, or anything like that. But I think like to reassess uh, the publishing and probably get better rates that they probably did not have on those uh, different platforms, given uh, the Suge stuff. Um, but I just think that he's too talented in all of the things he does. Like there's like if if you just put in random Snoop Dogg on YouTube, you'd find all kinds of just like what what have you not done? Like Yeah, I think when, when we think about the Snoop Dogg brand, he's yeah. good at diversifying yeah. his his brand and, and building that up. But I'm I don't know how that's going to translate to Death Row, right? Because it's it's iconic for what it does and starting to transform that is going to be an interesting thing. Like what other, I'm curious what other brands of that ilk have really transformed themselves. And I I can't think of any. Transformation, I think, is a strong word because I've just more so meant that I still think they're going to keep the the core values. So, <laughs> of murder, Jesus, <laughs> um, <laughs> yo, not murder. Um, it's called I, death row. It is, 
But I think that um, it'll be interesting. Do you think that like he already has an artist or something in mind? Is that where you were going to go with it? Uh, I think they're going to be new artists. I think there's going to be the same. There could be a rebranding of the image, right? Mm-hmm. Like to get people out of that that life because it didn't fare well for Death Row for people to still be in that life. Um, and that's how it took so long for them to gain control of it. Um, I think they're going to do some things with NFTs, mm-hmm. which. I have my own opinions about, but I'll save that for another day. Talking what's, about what's NF- the short of it? Talking about NFTs is boring. We're not doing that. No, I mean, what's the short of it? Like, what's your? There like, is no short. <laughs> really? That's it, how bad it is. It's yeah. It's jeez. I can say this. It's speculation. Okay. Uh, and and like, are you a fan or not a fan of the the trend of whatever these things are? Because I have no idea what they are. NFTs are too complicated. Right. Basically. Okay. They're too base they're too complicated for the basic end user mm-hmm. to even give a shit about. Okay. How, like can you go to X website, buy an NFT for cash? Mm-hmm. Probably not cuz you have to convert your cash to some type of crypto and then you have to have a wallet for that crypto and then you it's too complicated. Okay. And so those NFTs are only going to go to people that are willing to do go, jump through the hurdles of purchasing an NFT. I I could see him doing that because there's so much, like you said, history and legitimacy in Death Row and what they did, especially for you know the East Coast West Coast beef of the '90s. Let alone all of the stars, not just regular people, but stars um, that they produced um, the Super Bowl stuff in and of itself um do you think maybe i think they need to sign new talent but only sign stars right Mm -hmm. which is really hard to do well do you see them i see uh people that are already quote-unquote established going over to death row and Um, having like some sort of partnership with them I think that a new Dr. Dre album might come out, Death Row Aftermath. I can see that. I can see Kendrick collab project. He's got his own thing going, though. I can see him doing something, you know, with them, though. Yeah. Not, like, releasing under them, but, like, that... I don't know if the game... Um, because that's... I don't think the game's going to work with that crew anymore. Yeah, because that's just strained in and of itself, especially after his... uh. Interviews or whatever, yeah, the but drink champs, yeah. But he yeah. does that all the time, like for all the crap that Joe Budden gets for stuff he says and him, like game don't get the same smoke, and I don't understand. Yeah, it's because no, I don't think anybody really takes him that seriously when he says things because he just be lying, like for what, but anyway, but. It's Snoop, though. Like, I don't know why. I'm just excited about it. Like, it's Snoop. I've never seen a rapper be able to change their entire image to lovable smoker that everybody loves. Like, that had... uh, No, I'm not going to be that person because I feel like the the other 
people always mention that stuff, but like he's he's literally like the what is like uh, the the oh crap I almost <laughs> he's he's the, Willie Nelson yes okay. thank you like but cooler to me yeah even though Willie Nelson is apparently the only person that he was like yeah nah I, I can't outsmoke Willie Nelson mm-hmm. which I don't think anybody can outsmoke Willie Nelson how much is a Willie Nelson <laughs> like Really? How do you quantify that? Because nobody knows. Nobody knows. But Snoop is going to do something really good with that. Um, in terms of rebranding with them, what do you think? Is it all wrapped in the artists? Or do you think it's going to be wrapped around the promotion slash marketing? I think it's going to be encapsulating of the, the brand itself. right? Mm-hmm. So like... Sort of like when you think about TDE, mm-hmm. you know what TDE stands for. Mm-hmm. When you say that, it's going to be a new version of Death Row for this generation. I'm really excited about what, what artists could be coming or what artists they might bring out. Because I think that with Snoop at the helm, obviously having all of the West Coast power that he has... Um, I'm sure that Crooked Eye and others that have been like a part of Death Row will help and be around. Um, I I'm really excited for what that means for West Coast artists. Um, I don't know if I see them signing any other artists like initially. I see them having to go wide. I, I feel like they're going to have to leave that region. I do see them leaving the region, but I don't see them doing that first. Got it. Because first, I feel like... They need a hero. You need a hometown hero before you start going other places and start building, you know, Death Row Worldwide. I guarantee you it's going to get used in, in somebody's song. But... Word. Yeah. So, so, so we're done with our tangential episode? Pretty much. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else to say, but if you enjoyed this, rate, like, love. Ugh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Squeal. Whoa. Uh. <laughs> Yo. You know what? All right. And this, this this I like, you know. Um, but yeah, but thank y'all for listening. We appreciate y'all. Um, we know that we're the most random too, but I mean, it's no rhyme or reason, and it will forever be no rhyme or reason until the end of the days. Sign us out. Signed. Huh? A one. Huh? A two. Peace. A three. Yo, <laughs> get the count out of here. Get the count out of here. Until next week, guys. My lovable Tootsie Pop. <laughs> Peace.